Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Spiraling through the spine of the world, coming at you from the West Cabin. It's Dyson Pipes for the week of December 27th. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Hi, Chris. How Merry Christmas. You? I'm great. Uh, so many things to talk about. So little time. Never have I wanted to just say fuck the listeners more. This is not the way to start off. Than I do right now. Why? Because it's the day after Christmas. Okay. And I want to record this right now mm-hmm. about as much as I want to set my ball bag on fire with gasoline okay. and a match. Not your Zippo? Not my Zippo. At least you'd hear like that nice crisp sound of the Zippo before you set your nuts on fire. That's true. Mm-hmm. How was your Christmas? It was, buddy. It was amazing. It was good? What, it was, was Santa good for you? Yeah, yeah, I worked. How was your Christmas? Because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to spend Christmas at work. Well, mine was tremendous. My mother-in-law uh, got my son a very... Uh, you know our friend Carlos? Of course. You know that obnoxious, ridiculous, flashing speaker that he has out in his backyard? Yes, I have fond memories of that speaker. My son has the same one now. Yeah, he showed me. Yeah. And the first thing I thought of when I saw that speaker was our he's, friend Carlos. Yeah, he's he, and he's got the LED lights around the TV in his room. He's become a Puerto Rican. Well, I'd say he can get advice from Sam, but Sam is Mexican. He's all half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. Which makes him full Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> that math checks out. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, then my... Mother-in-law got my daughter a incredibly loud uh, karaoke machine. So let me let me just fully understand from your children's point of view. Your mother-in-law has gotten them the greatest gifts for Christmas. Yes, but from a parent's point of view, your mother-in-law got them the fucking absolute worst gifts yes. for Christmas. And I exacted a small bit of revenge uh, yesterday as mother-in-law on Christmas Day was recovering from a hangover. (laughs) Uh, Madison wanted to do a talent show and give speeches through her karaoke machine. Uh, I'm sorry. What do you keep saying? Karaoke. Karaoke? Yeah, that's how you put it. Karaoke. Should you roll? No, that's how you say it. Karaoke. 
karaoke. Right. That's how you round eyes say it. The real way it's pronounced is karaoke. Now it's karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay, I'm learning. I don't know anything about Chinese. Uh, I think it's Japanese. Regardless. I'm sorry. Um, don't be sorry. Be be better. Um, <laughs> so I said, you know what? I have a great idea. You know who would love to hear this incredibly loud speech? Grandmommy. And she set it up down in the basement. No, she and didn't. she entertained the grandmother all day. How is it that your mother-in-law showed the restraint to not yell at her or you or your wife what or she, somebody? What is, she knows what she did. Speaking of which, yes, uh, it being Christmas and all, I have a little something something for you. What do you have? A little pouch filled with Christmas cheer. So Brian just handed me a bag that says Merry Christmas. And as I... Uh, what the? Bestiality. No, not, no. That's not what it says? No. We're not the Young Turks. <laughs> Boy, is that dude's fucking campaign career going south very quickly. Bestiary. All right, so in all seriousness, Dungeons and Dragons, Bestiary, and mini notebooks. Eight mini notebooks, to be exact. This comes in a very cool kind of holder for these notebooks. Oh, they're all like, they're all notepads. Oh, yes. that's cool. So this one has a picture of a Tarrasque on it. They have different um, different beasts within the bestiary. Uh, a displacer beast who is very cool. Oh, so this one's lined. This one is unlined. This one is dotted. Oh, dude, we can play that game later. Yes. Just keep moving the lines I will about. fucking kill you in that game. No, I have the power of the beholder. Um, dude, these are really cool. Thank you. Oh, this is grid. Dude, they're like all different types. Lich King? Lich. By the way, can I just say that a Mind Flayer might be my personal favorite as far as like the aesthetic look yes. of the enemy. You know, A Dragon is Cool, which is the last book of Red Dragon. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. A, um, I, I opened your present and started drinking it before. I brought a bottle of Knob Creek. Oh, straight rye whiskey. I know that there. was for me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're supplying the cabin. We're we're stocking up yes. the cabin. Yes, yes. Resupply. Yes. I just I, I I couldn't use restraint. Yes. It was kind of rude on me. No, no, no. Please, by by all means, we'll do this again next week. Um, dude, this is cool. Thank you. Now I can I can take better notes because the book that I'm using it's a complete fucking disaster. Well, I was thinking just, I mean, I didn't realize that they were all different kinds of paper, uh, but I was thinking more just to help you keep track of your maps. So you don't have to like, because using it, doing it on grid paper seems like it'd be a lot easier. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. That's awesome. What do you, uh, so, okay, so you got Knob Creek Rye over there? Knob Creek Rye. And uh, let's let's get into the drinks. Uh, you and Michael... Uh, our, of course, our whiskey sommelier. 
I see you guys talking a lot. I've been doing a lot of kind of like side learning or learning on the side from Michael. I'm, I'm trying to become a sommelier myself. And in doing so, I've, I've gone kind of balls deep into two different uh, branches of whiskey, one being rye. That's probably, though, taking a back seat to my scotch infatuation. I, in the past two weeks, have probably watched, I don't even know if there are a thousand hours in two weeks, but I'm going to say that I've invested 2,000 hours oh. into YouTube just watching videos on scotch. And it's quite an education. Yes. It's quite an education. And, and in all seriousness, the, the reason why I'm doing it is, um, is not only selfishly for, for us, but also for the listener, because I think it's important. I think sometimes we joke around and we speak out of our ass when it comes to like pairing stuff with, what? you know, what? Never. Well, we do because we don't know because it's ah, just being given right. to yeah, us right, by right, Michael right. and Clyde. We don't fucking the know. The science is done in the background. Exactly. We're just here for the laughs. And we've openly admitted when we started that we were new to this game. And I think it's incumbent upon ourselves that as we, we grow in life, you, you learn something. And I'm just trying to learn so I can keep them in check. And it gives us more reason to not pay them when they fuck us. <laughs> that's, the way I, that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, no, it's pretty cool because like the two different scotches that I've really kind of gotten into as far as like regions go, Speyside, which tend to be sweeter, and Isla, which tend to be like very smoky, like what people really think of when you hear scotch. You think like this real smoky kind of whiskey. Right. And it's great because if you want to go easy for pairings, Speyside's go with Virginia's and Isla's go with English's. So now when we talk to Michael and we see if he's giving us a scotch, now I can be like, look, buddy, I know more than you think I know. Wow, he is not going to like that. No, he is not. One iota. He is not. And now the cat's out of the bag because, like I said, I've been picking his brain on the side, but now that I'm openly admitting it on the show, he's going to hear it, and I have a feeling is that he? our convert... Yeah, no, he he's not. It's funny. I think he follows the show more than Barry does, and Barry is the producer. <laughs> How does that make any sense? Uh... Speaking of the producer, you would think in the show notes maybe he would let people know that we could be followed on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit at Dyson Pipes. You would think so. But, of course, it's not going to be that. Too much typing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very busy. For his busy big man. fat mitts. <laughs> <sighs> so, I'm enjoying this uh, Knob Creek ride. Uh, I did mention before uh, we started recording to Brian that I think this, first of all, it's 100 proof, so it's it's pretty sharp. I think this would go good. Like, if you're going to mix, I would make old fashions with this. It would go well with old fashions. Yeah, it'd make a good old fashioned. I'm just saying. It'd make a good old fashioned. It wouldn't make a well old fashioned. Mm -hmm. as, a, as a person who is very educated, as a matter of fact, I was a Val Victorian. I, I'm of, sorry. Here on the Dyson Pipe show, when somebody what? fucks up their word, what? What did you say? A Val of what? A Val Victorian. Again, here on the Dyson Pipe show, when oh, somebody God. fucks up their word, this I is fucked the, that up. Yes, you did. This is the D and D side. You're going to roll a D twenty. Anything above a ten, Brian will be saved. Oh, okay. What'd you get? Seven. Okay. 
while you're Coquito. putting that, thank you. Uh, as as, can I just point something out before you continue to spiral out of control here with this word? <laughs> <laughs> so conservatively, I think I sent out about fifty text messages, "Merry Christmas," on Christmas Day, before noon. Fifty text messages. I received forty nine text messages. One person, one fucking person had the audacity, the gall, not to respond to my Merry Christmas wishes. Who? Who would that be? Our, well, your friend, not mine anymore. Your friend, Sam. <laughs> the one person. I even, I even treated my Christmas list like Billy Madison... Remember his whole thing with Steve Buscemi and he decides to call him up yes, yes, and yes, apologize? Yes. That's how I, I looked at Christmas this year. I was like, I need to make amends with maybe some 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 people who I've upset in the past. I sent them Merry Quisk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent them Merry Christmas. Excuse me. Oh, everything's shaking. Should I go blue or orange? I'm going to go orange. 16. I even sent them Merry Christmas wishes. Hmm. And got Merry Christmas back in return. Excellent. 49 out of 50. Hmm. So I'm sorry, you were saying that you were the... Uh, Valedictorian. You're going to have to roll. But how, I'm not saying it. Valid, valid Victorian. You're now going to have to roll twice. Okay. You're 19. Gonna, okay. One more. 12. Valid Victorian. Roll again. This is going to be one long episode. 13. I got to wait this die. Val Victorian. Val Victorian? Negative. 12. Come I on. I, I was the salutatorian. Okay, you can nail that one. What's the, what is it? Why should I correct? I think you should keep going until you find... I like how, by the way, you keep saying it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> As if eventually I'm going to be like, ah, you're right. You got it. That, okay, so how have I said it so far? Valedictorian. V- Val Victorian. Well, you said that one already too, so I'm not going to make you wrong. You said nope. you've said sixteen. Val Victorian and Vala Victorian. Valid Victorian. I'm a valid Victorian. <laughs> no. Fuck. No. <laughs> Eight. There God we go. damn it! You you got to finish this coquito. Is it similar to salutatorian? Valid Victorian. In in that it ends in Orion. Yes. Valedictorian. When was the last time you had a fuck like a, a speech and somebody's introduced as a Vala Orion? <laughs> Seventeen. It's Vala Torium. Vala Victorian. No. Fuck. You're not a bunch of Irish guys on stage. Seven. Fuck. Barry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Val- valid Victorian. No, nothing is valid in... <laughs> 16. Okay. Valley Victorian. Th- this is painful. I, at 11. This, at this point, at this point, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to throw a flag here because the listeners probably want to <laughs> reach to their fucking speaker and pull your larynx out. <laughs> is it, is it, am I, am I using the wrong nomenclature? <laughs> 
<laughs> there, let me give you a hint as far as the letters go. There okay. is a D in there. Okay. Valid Victorian. No, you said that already twice. <laughs> Two. I bring it to the chalice of fumbles ready. There's a D in it. D is in dog. D is in dog, yes. Valid Daytorian. Now you're just fucking with no, me. No, I thought it was I thought it was valid Victorian. Four. Fuck. You are at the bottom of the coquito. I need a refill. Uh Valedorian. <laughs> I like how you're now rolling before I tell you if you're incorrect. Oh my god, dude, that even exploded all the way on my side of the table. I, I Oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to drag Brian out of the West Cabin. Okay. Val Lidorian. Nope. No. Incorrect. 13. Okay. <sighs> Va your first syllable is correct. Val. And your last two syllables are correct. Torian. Valedorian. There are six syllables. Three. This word has six syllables. Oh. How, how do syllables work again? How do syllables work again? Wow. <laughs> do, do we then have to go into how do consonants and vowels work too? No, I know how those work. Fuck face. <laughs> it's how you break down the word if like you speak it like a retard. Like... Oh, okay. Valid Victorian. So close, but so incorrect. 11. Valid Victorian. Va they're not parking your car. 18. Are you doing this no. until you hit a 20? <laughs> no. So I drink? No. That's so counterproductive. I can't think of what other combination of letters. I don't know, and I really want to correct you, except there is a mess of wax in front of me, and I, I can't put my hands down. Valet. Uh, va I didn't finish. Nope, nope. You're still I'm working through it. Yeah, yeah. You're like those Indian kids. Valode Victorian. Valo. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. What'd you get? You rolled a one, didn't you? Yes. Can I defer my chalice until I nail this word? No, I, I okay. think this is where it ends. You make your proclamation, and at the end of your proclamation, I'm going to have it pronounced how to say it. By the way, it's Victoria. You've been saying it correct the whole lot. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You've been incorrect the entire time. Why is the dog freaking out? He's calling the garbage man. Shut up! <laughs> nice. FedEx is like, fuck your driveway. Okay. To kinsmen and valid Victorians. FedEx guy is just staring at your dog. <laughs> does not want to come in your property. Look at him. He's so scared. I'm 
I'm sorry. This is funny to watch. This is almost bad. Look at him. He's a coward. I don't want to turn and face because if we make eye contact, he'll expect me to do something. He's in. Uh-oh. <coughs> he's just standing there. He's He's got a package in his hand. He doesn't want to come down the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's holding the package. Wait, he's he's not delivering it. He's going back into his truck. He's going back into his truck. He took the package. He scanned it. He saw your dog. He moved to the mouth of your driveway. The dog shadowed him. (laughs) He then took the box, looked down at the box, looked at the dog, took a scan tool, re-scanned it. And And I'm assuming is now calling me because I'm receiving a call from Kalamazoo. Oh, that's definitely him. Kalamazoo? Yeah, Wisconsin. Skinnamarinky-dinky-dink, skinnamarinky-doo. This poor guy sees fucking 9,000 cars in the driveway. <laughs> That's awesome. Did I order anything? I don't think so. It's probably for the wife. Oh, whatever. So she, she can come out and get it. Okay, so here's <clears> the <throat> Prenect. Yes? <sighs> Prenect? Now you got me all fucked up. Ah, oh, 10. Excuse me. I'm starting to feel loopy. Yeah, dude, you're fucking down like already one <laughs> glass of coquito. And you poured yourself a healthy helping. Uh, here you go. You ready? Yes. Valedictorian. Valedictorian. You dick. That's how I've been saying it. No, you've been saying Valavic. I'm going to go back. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go back when I have to edit this uh-huh. and listen to it and count how many times I got it right, and that's the amount of times you're going to have to roll next week. <laughs> yeah, which is zero. Valedictorian? Valedictorian, I yes. I definitely didn't say it that No, way. you did not. So, well, I'm, I'm glad we just overcame your fear. So What? You obviously have a problem with that word. I think it's rooted in fear. You have a problem with the D. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was much more painful than it needed to be. Yeah, but but funny nonetheless. Up, oh, he's 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 doing something. He's doing something. He's doing something. He's he's walking. He's walking to the to the mailbox. Why wouldn't he have done that to begin? That's with? how I would have started the yes. encounter. It's a small package, dude. He should have just put it in the fucking mailbox. Your FedEx guy is a clown. Yeah, not boss clown. A clown. <laughs> You think he's... I'm sorry? You think he's down with the clown? He looks like... Well, he's from Kalamazoo. I'm sure he is. Uh, What state is Kalamazoo in? Is that Wisconsin? M-I? Michigan? Michigan, yeah, yeah. Missouri? I thought it was W-I. Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Mimble the Elf. Excellent. We've gone off the rails, as usual. (laughs) As usual by this time. Okay. Uh, What are you smoking? I have... uh, the Arango Balkan Supreme, and again, that's paired with the uh, the Knob Creek, and I'm smoking that out of uh, one of my Morgan Bones. This is a pipe that I use solely for Englishes. Good. Um, I have the and same Balkans. thing, but I'm not smoking it because something tells me it will not go well with my uh, heaping helping of Coquito. Uh, Coquito. You are fucking mess already. Okay. I, I just want to point out that in the spirit of Christmas, uh, mm. we are not using the typical glasses that we drink from. 
No, uh, you, uh, you my father down. came by. And, oh, uh, yes. That is a man's man right there. Thank you. Yes. yes. And he, I wasn't going to let him drink whiskey out of any schlepped glass, so we used the show glasses. Good. For, I like that. So it's in the wash. With your laundry? No, the, the dish wash. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, we're drinking out of A Christmas Story. Uh, Mine just says, Ho, ho, ho. Mine says, and I think you did this on purpose to insult my uh, my Italian heritage. Oh, you got the fragile? Mine says, ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Ah, excuse me. Okay, I'm back. Enough fucking around. Yeah, please. I have a toast. Good. There's so many things I want to talk about. But the one at the tippy top of my mind at the moment is my fucking dog. Quiet! I got it. Sorry. Uh, Why have I never thought to move the chair over? <laughs> fucking months, dude. Months. That thing keeps falling. I've never moved the chair over. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, so they're doing construction across the street. They're building a new house still. Uh, this was something that had almost been part and parcel with the podcast. They broke ground on that son of a bitch, I think, in month two of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's nearly completed, but something interesting has happened. It seemingly has disturbed a, a family of, of mice. Because the amount of field mice running rampant with reckless abandon through my house is insufferable. Insufferable. We're catching one a day. One a day? Yes. Now, my neighbor to my, uh, this is the west cabin, to the east, my eastern neighbor, uh, not middle eastern, just regular eastern. That would be a problem. American Eastern. American Eagle. My American Eagle partner. uh, Neighbor. (laughs) Yes, yes. Good. Uh, Has caught seven this month. And he, for the rest of the year combined, he caught three, which is about where we were at. Okay. And now we're at like one a day. And I think it has something to do with the construction across the street. Oh, 100%. And, and I'm kind of shocked it actually took this long for everybody's minds to get together to, to realize that. Because you would think, right, it's fucking cold outside. The mice are looking for some place to go. Dude, that sounded like me. And if I didn't say anything, I think the listeners would think that that was me. Coquito gives you the same affliction that I suffer. Oh, I wish I had one. You want no, no, I meant uh, one of those verpy things. Oh. Um, I'm sorry, one of those what? Verpy. It's like a vomit burp. <sighs> okay. No, that, that was said on purpose. I, I, I'm not fucking making you roll. All right, a verpidictorium. Um, <laughs> so what you're telling me is that across the street, adjacent, well, across the street, 
we're we're filming the secret of Nim too. I don't even know what that means. You don't know the secret of Nim? I know the secret of Mana. Like or Fern Gully. What the fuck are you saying? Fern Gully? Honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh boy. Secret of Nim. You've never seen Pan's it. Labyrinth. No, but this is another like children's movie. Was that done by Disney? I submit to the Midnight Society. I don't know what that means. The Dark Crystal. Ah, Dark Crystal. That was a great movie. Oh, it's an MGM thing. The Secret of Nim was about these fucking mice. They were like field mice. Stuart Little. But they were being uh, they were being experimented on. Nim means the uh, National Institute for Mental Health. Ah, yeah. You never heard Nicodemus? Nicorette gum? Yes. Which nobody uses anymore because everybody vapes. It's old jewel all the time. Nicaragua. This is not Cornholio. Sorry, anyway, that, that's when you said that. It made me think of uh, Secret of Nim. I'm sure that there are listeners out there who know what the Secret of Nim is. I think you're just playing coy. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Dude, watch it. Your kids would love no. that movie. Your kids would love that movie. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's so good that I would watch it now. I would watch that over following the news. Secret of Nim. In the news today, running through Huey Lewis in the news. Didn't he used to bang his like 14-year-old cousin? It's hip to be square. <laughs> Him and Woody Allen suffer from the same mental issue, right? Shitty. Oh. <laughs> or, or both shitty. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, the, uh, I've had enough. No, this is the Christmas hangover episode. <laughs> I've had enough. Enjoy some gameplay, you fucks. Fuck, I can't find the fucking button. I can't, I can't find the mount. There it is. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Let the record show before we start today uh, the encapsulation of ice <laughs> surrounding the West Cabin. It, 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 it's as if somebody cast a spell. Yes, it took me, uh, I don't know, maybe a good two minutes. I got stuck in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> with my little four-cylinder, and I, I, I got a little stuck. I was able to manage. I got the car out. I think I was more excited about the fact. I know the snow. It, I should have been very aggravated, right, because my car was stuck. It was a little frustrating trying to back into the spot. But I do have my Zippo. Excellent. And it is, dude, it is, like, beyond full. If I think if I crack the top open and turn it upside down, the lighter fluid is going to pour yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Because when I went to the store, I bought the largest... <laughs> <laughs> fucking container of lighter fluid so I don't run out. So uh, I'm very excited. All right. You were smoking what? I have... Uh, this is that Savinelli Series 3, that unfinished, and I have uh, the King Stride. Ah, King Stride. Uh, what a, what per- a fucking perfect selection. Yes. Uh, I have Captain Black in my Norton. Oh, good. So, you, uh, you are on your way to the Thunder Force Detachment Barracks. You have a very burnt and crispy sadic in the back. At some point, because uh, you didn't, these guys didn't really check your cart. They were about to, like an inspection. They, then you introduced yourself. And they're like, oh shit! Uh, at some point, would you be? Like, oh, by the way, I got fucking Freddy Krueger in the back uh, seat. Well, 
uh, yeah, at some point, there's going to be a need for some sort of uh, doctor, some right. medic. Some so, like, en route, maybe, to... I would, if we can go back in time, I would say after the introduction, my pointing out that I was who I was, uh, and on the way to the barracks, yes, I would point out to one of the uh, Thunder Force uh, soldiers that I do require medical attention for a uh, severely crispy and burnt gentleman (laughs) in the back of my cart. Good. All right, so I'll assume that they take care of that. Uh, The matter of the sister, are we going to address that now? Or are we going to just head into Face Spire proper? Here is Harrison's thought process. When he goes to the barracks, maybe there's some sort of information that he can gather. He wants to find out where he's going to look into this. You know, I'm not just rushing right out to the to the to the gorge. He's going to look into it, and he's going to start with the Thunder Force. Seems it was quite appropriate that he ran into them initially, uh, being that they are the law. Right, pretty much of uh, of face fire. If somebody's going to report, let's say like a missing person or a right. kidnap, yeah, he's just going to try to find the the uh, proper channels by which he would go about uh, getting information in regards to that. Okay, so he's going to start at the barracks and and see where they can point him. Um, Harrison is going to almost do it under the guise like this is official imperial business. Right, okay. he already threw out there that he is, uh, you know, a justiceer. So we're going to kind of keep this along those lines. Okay. Uh, so I would imagine they're going to take Sadik away. Um, and if you want, you will meet the uh, the captain of this garrison. Okay. Uh, if you choose to. If, if I need to speak with the captain to get this information, then sure. Yes, I'll, I'll talk to uh, the captain. All right, so the uh, the barracks is still on the outskirts of the town. Um, Facebuyer is, from your estimation, you've never been here. Um, give me a flat 20 to see if you would have ever encountered anyone from here. Six. Yeah, no, I don't think you would really know anything about this place. So, from your estimation of looking at the outer walls of this of this city, it does appear fairly small, um, possibly even smaller than Northridge, but you wouldn't really know that until you got into uh, into the city proper. Okay. So you enter the garrison, very um, no frills. It's basically a brick box structure uh, with a fire pit. A, a tripod for a cooking and, and that kind of thing. Um, no real leisure area. It's mostly just cots and foot lockers. And there is a room towards the back of this structure where the captain's office is, and uh, the soldiers, uh, the foot, uh, the the Thunder Force soldiers lead you to uh, to the door. They knock, and you hear a gruff voice on the other side uh, begging you to enter. They open the door, they step aside, and they allow you to walk in. Uh, behind the desk, this room basically has a couple of maps, uh, a desk with two chairs in front of it, and then the captain sitting behind the other chair, and he's got a quill, and he's doing some kind of menial paperwork. Uh, you notice that he has an eye patch. Okay. Uh, some scarring on his face, some scarring on his hands. So at some point, 
uh, this captain has seen some things. Well, now he's seeing half as many things. <laughs> With no depth perception. What a horrible joke. <laughs> With no depth perception, yes. <laughs> Does he look up at me as I walk through? Does he? Just yeah. Continue? When as you enter, he uh, he kind of looks up with one eye, um, and just motions like in, and puts his hand out for you to sit in one of the chairs. All right. So I, I'll, I'll walk up to the desk. Um, I say, please don't get up. Not in a rude way, you know. Just trying to be quick. Um, I'll walk over to the desk and I'll extend my hand out to to shake his. As I introduce myself. Good afternoon. Valmar Tatari, Captain of the Garrison. How can I be of assistance? Good day, Valmar. My name is Harrison Bullet. Uh, as an official justiceer of the Empire. Empire? Imperial City. The Emperor. As an official justiceer of the Emperor. I think I'll just, just restart it. We can kick that one out. Um, as an official justiceer of the Emperor, my journeys have brought me to the uh, the doorstep of your city here. Uh, I find myself on a mission. There is a, a young gentleman who was severely burned in my travels. Uh, he had gone missing from this city approximately five years ago. I'm endeavoring to locate his family. Would you be able to point me in the right direction as to where I can maybe find some records of any disappearances or kidnappings from Facebuyer? Yes, he's, he's alive, I trust. And in the good hands of the medics here. Excellent work. Uh, you, you can go to the records hall. It's near the center of the city. Uh, you have the proper credentials, I'm sure. Just identify yourself and they'll give you full access. Excellent. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find. There's not much happening here in Facebuyer, so any disappearances uh, that were reported should pop up rather quickly. To take full advantage of our introduction, before I leave you, uh, any news to report back to the Emperor? No, we're blessed that Faye Spire is quiet. It's a sleepy city. Um, we have very little need. That's why the garrison is on the outside. There's, you'll notice, uh, I'm not sure where you hail from originally, but there aren't much in the way of Thunder Force on the inside. Understood. My mission should only require me to stay within the city for merely a few days. If anything should arise or if there's anything that you need on behalf of the Imperial City, please don't hesitate to ask. I appreciate that. And of course, uh, the barracks is open to you uh, if you need to. Uh, rest your head. There's also a, a hotel in the city that would be happy to uh, accommodate you. Uh, of course, you know, free of charge. Uh, it's called the Wayward. It's uh, it's actually, as luck would have it, near the records hall. And uh, please, you know, 
feel free to stay in the city as long as you need. Uh, Harrison Bullet, you said. That is correct. Have we ever met? I don't believe so. Name is familiar to me. How long have you been in service of the Empire? In reality? Uh, it depends on your point of view. Three months? Yeah. If you consider when you first started working for your good buddy Klaus Alexanderson, we're talking a few months. If it's from appointment date, then like a month. Maybe a month and a half, two months. Okay. Uh, approximately three months. I hail from Northridge. Ah, Northridge. You've been there. Uh, I've never been, but one of my uh, one of my friends actually works in Northridge. Uh, who might that be? Oh, uh, I'm sure you know him, Captain Alexanderson. I I know him well. He's a great man. I've... Albeit a little rough around the edges. But well, I can a, agree a with you there. A truer fan of the Emperor, you will not find. Right, right. Well, if my journeys take me back there, I'll. I'll make sure to share a drink with him and let him know that I ran into you here in Facebook. Oh, excellent. And when you when you do run into him, tell him I'm still waiting for that five gold. He'll know what I mean. Okay, okay. Well, Mr. Bullet, this has been a, a nice surprise. Uh, please, anything you need, the, the the city is open to you. I appreciate your hospitality. I quickly leave the barracks. Dear Klaus Alexanderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, um, Harrison will step out of the barracks and start making his way over to, uh, you know, the city limits. The okay. city wall. Yep. Um Stone, wood? So the wall is um, stone, as most city walls are. Uh, the gates are already open. And as you enter, uh, it's very... Um, I picture like rural London. Almost like Funny Farm. Lots of rolling uh, hills. Because you're right at the foot of the, the Black Hollow Timberland. So it's still fairly underdeveloped mm. so it's got lots of rolling hills um cozy houses it's almost it's very like swiss okay in look uh wooden buildings very lodge like what what's the uh weather somewhat warm it's like we're out of the mountains so yeah it's, yeah, it's getting there we're getting we're getting closer to summer than we are winter okay so more like early spring. Correct. Uh, the, any creeks that you might come across or the river that you followed were swelled from the melting of the snow. Um, there's still a little bit of a bite in the air. Uh, the trees are still, uh, if not barren, then budding. All right. Harrison probably cannot help but think, how is he supposed to get this armor that is apparently located in the depths of the gorge with the water being so cold. <laughs> Very chilly. Would you ask around about that? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So we're, we're going to focus on this uh, this records hall. Okay. And then maybe while he's in there searching for that, maybe there's some information that he's hopeful that he can come across about the the gorge. Because I, I assume this it's almost like a library. Or uh, this is like the... This is like... Um, 
like a town hall almost. It's oh, got, okay. So this is like um, like citizen records, like tax information Correct. and the, the like mayor that comes from like the local magistrate. Exactly. It's got birth certificates, death certificates, building certificates, um, taxation department, uh, and then any, for lack of a better term, police reports that may have been filed. All right. Uh, the mayor is here. The collector of taxes is here. Um, imperial swag all over the place, obviously. Okay. Uh, and the building, much like the rest of this village, is fairly simple. Um, it's got a lobby with a receptionist who I'm sure you would ask where to find these records from. Uh, so there's a there's a receptionist, of course, and um, there's like a, like a series of doors behind this receptionist. Uh, the building is almost comes to like a semicircle in the back, and above the doors are the labels of where you're going, the office of the mayor, the office of finance, records, whatever. So uh, unless you have any specific questions, uh, she directs you to the where you need to go. Right, nothing specific. Okay. Uh, all right, so we find ourselves in the records department. And you do find uh, this missing report, one of only three. This is where the listeners get excited. When I sit down and thumb through papers. <laughs> Let's roll for paper cuts. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I imagine you have your pipe. Very Gandalf-like. Uh-huh. I think I might have found something. You did. You find... Oh, really? uh, Why did I shut my... Excuse me. I shut my book like an idiot. Uh, you find a missing report for a sadic Halil. H-A-L-I-L. Approximately, what, five years ago? Yep. Okay. There was an investigation done, and it was deemed that uh, Sadik was lost to the, the wilderness. So no signs of like an overt kidnapping. Correct. Okay. Uh, does it say who conducted the investigation? Was it Thunder Force? Yes. Okay. Um, the lead investigator was Bladana. B l e d a n a. Gashi. G a s h i. It's a helicopter flying over. First time ever. I don't think I've ever heard a helicopter. No. Only one we record. Yep. And he's super low. The The west cabin is shaking. That's a sound effect for the search party looking for Sadik. <laughs> Must be painful. Okay. Um, does the report include, uh, like, his last known address? Yes. All right, so Harrison will jot that down. Okay. As a matter of fact, he asks, he takes the report, and he's going to go back out to the lady. Okay. The, uh, you know, the receptionist. Uh, excuse me, is there any way that uh, somebody can uh, transcribe this for me? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to help you with that. Thank you. And she diligently uh, transposes all the information. While you're working on that, is there any chance I may have an audience with the mayor? 
Uh, yeah, let me check his schedule. Thank you. I'm just kidding. He's free. You oh. can go right in. Oh, you're you're a silly gal. <laughs> so while she's while she's working on that, I I'll head over to the mayor's office. All right. And I will rap at the door. Uh, the door opens. There's a guard there who looks very bored. And uh, he's uh, can I can I help you? Uh, yes, I uh, I'm seeking an audience with the with the mayor. And you are? You can let him know. My name is Harrison Bullet. I'm a justice seer from the Imperial City. Oh, um, yes, please come right in, sir. And uh, so this room is half house, half mayor's office. Like you can't help but know, like there's a fucking living room over here. This is a living mayor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And the mayor's name is Jeremy Beller. Uh, He's a dwarf. And just based on his look as he's walking up to you to greet you, you get get like a Maximo feeling from him. Uh, Not so much that he's a dick, but that... He he believes he is above his actual station. Talks a lot of game. Not yet. We don't know that yet. But the way he's dressed, you would think he was in charge of like a large, prosperous city, not a sleepy little wilderness. Okay. Town. Lots of thick furs. It's almost like he's preparing for a greater calling in life. Sure. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. There you go. I like that. Okay. So uh, he approaches and puts his little stubby hand out. I'll extend mine. Ah, how can we help you today? Uh, pleasure to uh, make your acquaintance. My official duties uh, through the Emperor lead me into your city. Just checking to make sure that there isn't anything um, that you might need on behalf of the Emperor. Maybe some information that you feel as though would be important. Ah, uh, nothing to report, but if you came here, is, is is everything okay? Oh, everything is quite fine. There's no reason to be alarmed by my presence. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, everything is, everything is fine here. This is a beautiful city you have here. And he kind of, like, puffs his chest out. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the door. I've been to quite a few cities in my travels and I must say that this might be one of the cleanest that I've ever stepped foot in so I commend you for that oh thank you know in the festival of towns we always play second and maybe a good word from you you know would would go a long way next year we maybe we can get first place what what city could possibly take the number one spot over a beautiful area like this Have you been to Levistar Crossing to the north? No, but funny you bring that up because uh, I'm actually headed in that direction. Oh, um, they have won, I think, 12 years in a row. They're so pompous. A little arrogant when they uh, they flaunt their city. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm. You know, we're just all quiet here, just living our lives. And they're up there with their 
grand bridge. He does like air quotes. <laughs> Please. It's a bridge. They didn't even build it. They, they built their stupid town around the bridge. But I digress. I kind of chuckle with him as if I'm laughing at him like he's being funny. Just selling myself to him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is taking a liking good, to you. Good, good, good. I'm just making friends. Just trying to make friends. Not enemies. I, I feel like, unfortunately, Harrison does not want to take the same approach to things as as Bannon does. He, he's trying to be very friendly. His 41st millennium alter ego. <laughs> he's trying to be very friendly as he encounters new 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 people, new faces. Um, we can always go down. It, that's There's what I'm saying. It's a lot harder to go up. Exactly. First impressions, yeah. you know, they, they mean a lot. So... Um, uh, might I ask when was the uh, when was this last uh, competition that 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 you guys have had? Uh, they hold it uh, the last month before winter. Oh, no! The trees it, are at their thickest. Just passed. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine how beautiful this area is when the blooms are in full effect. Oh, we would love to have you back. I, I would maybe potentially uh, would love to join the judges panel. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll certainly uh, write a letter on your behalf. Uh, th that would be great. I would appreciate that. By any chance, is there an area in the city, if, if I was to enter your city and I wanted to kind of maybe blow off steam or, or you know, like an underground kind of like a, a dark feel to the city? Is there any place in the city that I might be able to find that? Let, let me say, let, what if I'm a fugitive from someplace else and I find myself in your city? Where do you think somebody like that would go? Right to the jail. That's what I like. Have you jailed anybody recently? No. Really? Yeah. Uh, the Department of Records is right next door. You can see there are not a lot of crimes here. How you don't take first. He looks obviously destroyed over this. Yeah. <laughs> like He's like not getting my salt in the wound. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, in the past few days, any uh, any new faces make their way into town? Maybe by horseback? Hmm. And I can see that you're very busy in your office. Maybe there's... If you don't know, maybe you can point me in the direction of somebody... Who, who might have seen it. These are people that would try to, if they're going to come into your city, they're probably going to try to do it at night. They're that type. Well, you could, uh, you could talk to the night watch commander. Um, he would probably know better than anybody. Okay. Um, there's only one hotel. We have a couple of pubs, but I mean, you know, I don't know if anyone will really stand out. I guess you're looking for some some bad some bad hombres. That's correct. That's correct. And I'm hoping that they are not here plaguing your beautiful city. Well, I I will certainly bring this to the attention of uh, the captain. I don't know if you've met him yet, uh, Captain Tatari. Oh, of course. Yes, I'll, I'll certainly uh, I'll bring this to his attention. Well, I would appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right, if there's nothing else, I'm going to uh, leave you be. It's All right. Be very busy. Yeah, please enjoy the city. Uh, we have a hotel, the Wayward. Uh, also, we, of course, you know, our, our crown jewel, the, the Gorge. It's uh, absolutely breathtaking. You have to take it in. It, it is amazing. Tell me about that. Well, so this, I, I'm not sure if you noticed or not, the city only has one way in and one way out because we border Keska Gorge. And 
we're at the top of the gorge. So it's it's several hundred feet down before we get to the top of the water uh, with waterfalls and the, str- the, the main stream going through the center of the city actually empties out into the gorge. It's, it's an amazing sight. Uh, and they do daily excursions down into the gorge. Really? Yeah. I think I might be spending a few days in this town. That might be something that I'm interested in. How would I go about signing up for this excursion? Uh, well, there's uh, there's several places as you get towards the gorge that offer it, but if I may recommend uh, Trinkets of Time. Trinkets of Time. They have the best excursions, and they also uh, actively explore the gorge, so they know more about the gorge than anybody in my estimation. Well, I appreciate the tip. Yes, and if you want to go, I'll send word that you're coming. We'll give you the, the whole kit and caboodle, the, the VIP package. I would I would greatly appreciate that. that. That's great. Thank you thank you so much. Yes, no, it was a pleasure to meet you. And again, uh, do you know where you'll be staying if I had to reach out to you if we come across uh, any of these desperados? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to head over to the Wayward Inn. Oh, very good. So I'll be staying there, and I'll probably be uh, in, your, in your beautiful city for you know a few days, maybe a week. Oh, yes. A week. It could could be. Could be. That's that's, that's great. You'll be here for the the festival. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, at, at the beginning of uh, summer, at the end of spring, beginning of summer, we do the blooming. It, it's a it's a big festival. All the farmers bring out their best food. It's a big parade. It, it's a great time. Do you have any uh, any dignitaries that? That come to the city for this, or is this is more of a uh, a local celebration. Yeah, this is a local. It's not recognized. Okay. Well, I would be more than happy to. Uh, if again, if I'm still here, I would I would definitely enjoy seeing that. Excellent. And if you could set up that that excursion, that that would be wonderful too. I'll I'll do it right away. Oh, where would I find the uh, the Night's Watchman? Um. Well, he's. Obviously, he's probably sleeping now. Of course. But uh, he'll probably be at the barracks. Okay. Very good. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Jenny! Set up an excursion for Mr. Bullet. Bullet. Harrison. Of of, of course. Yes, Mr. Bullet, hurry! (laughs) So, back out of his... uh, I take it he's yelling at the lady. Barry! <laughs> uh, crossover. I'm uh, just, I'm, I'm just kidding. You're gonna make him fall in the fucking ice. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Barry. <laughs> um, I take it Jenny is the lady who's working on the paperwork. Yes, yes, oh, okay, yes. same. Very small staff. One here. woman staff. I like it. All right, so I, uh, you know, I'll leave his office and I make my way over to uh, to her, and I'll take the copy as long as she's done with it. Yep. Um, and then from there, I guess I, what type of uh, what type what time of uh, day do you think it is? Like afternoon? Yeah, I would say it's like early to mid afternoon. Okay. Harrison is going to make his way. Well, he's already in the center of the city, right? So the way we're in is pretty much like right. Yep, it's right like here. a couple buildings down. All right. So he's going to go check in and get himself a room. And as long as that kind of goes off without a hitch, I think after that, he'll just kind of get settled in and then he's going to go. He's going to look for a, uh, he's going to go to a local pub. Okay. Just to kind of hang out. He's not looking to, he just wants to listen to the local gossip if there's anything. But he's getting the impression that really this is not a town. Like, 
I, I almost view this as like what like a utopian society would be like. Like everybody have, seems like very kind of happy and yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Hot Fuzz? I want to say yes. That's what the same guys that did uh, Shaun, of the, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. But the cops that go to this sleepy town, and it turns out they're just murdering everybody who yes. commits crimes. It's a town very much like that. Okay. But we haven't established murdering. Yeah, no, 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 not, not just the way it looks, the way it feels. Everyone's like, "Oh, good morning, Sergeant." Oh, uh, good this morning. This is like Pleasantville. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna go to a pub. Anyone in particular, or just like the first one you come? Across? Yeah, just the closest one. Even if the even if the inn has a has a bar. No. Okay. It's so then I'm like gonna go to a local inn. local yeah. pub. Uh, so uh, just down the street, uh, you find yourself at the Tipsy Tuba. The Tipsy Tuba. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the Tipsy Tuba is um, one of the more popular taverns in the city. Uh, they always have a live band playing, hence the name. Uh, so when you walk in, there's a little band there uh, just playing some soft music in the background. Uh, and I would say it is moderately filled. Okay. A couple of tables. The bar is almost full. Um, I would say it's been quite some time since Harrison's heard some music. Right, yeah. his travels. Yeah. He, I mean, maybe some generic music, possibly playing at the casino. Right, but I would think that that would kind of get drowned out with the sounds of Correct. the casino, yeah. and then, of course, a bad taste in his mouth with the way things kind of unfolded in the casino. So th this is probably, I, I almost. I almost want to assume that this is the first time after talking with this mayor and seeing how like laid back and kind of cool he was and just kind of throwing around some conversation with this captain, like everything is nice and relaxed here, which is very unusual for him because he's been, I guess, kind of met with a lot of adversity, it seems, on this journey to Facebuyer. So he's just going to maybe spend this night to kind of relax, have a couple of drinks. Right. Well, you got to figure like Northridge is a primary export right. city. So there's a lot of politics and bullshit that happens there. And as we know, Klaus Alexanderson is kind of a dick. You wouldn't say. <laughs> yes. Uh, then you have Hexley, who at, when you got there at the first time, you, uh, the first time you got there was being run by like a tyrannical maniac. Then you were in the swamp. Like right. you, you haven't really been to the nicer areas, and there are obviously this town is proof. There are nice areas right. in Debrin. It's not all fucking heavy. Right, right. Well, I'm sure he had a great experience going to the Imperial City. You know, so that that was yeah, but it's a lot like, of pomp and circumstance. Yeah. but it was probably very like like executive. Yes, it's like being in Manhattan. Right. It's a different. It, it's fun, but it's not. I wouldn't call it relaxing. A lot of hustle and bustle. Yeah. It's a large city. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is probably the first time in a long time for him that he's been able to relax. So, again, he's going to have a couple of drinks and... Uh, Give me a constitution saving throw. I knew that was coming. I wish I get wasted. DC at 12. Make it low. A couple of drinks. Maybe you get a couple of the house specials mm. while you're relaxing. Because you know how it goes. When you start relaxing, one drink turns into two... Two turns into three, and you start getting that little warm feeling. You're like, ah, oh, maybe one more. And before you know it, you're asleep on the floor of the <laughs> bar. Not right. that I know anything about that. No, why? Uh, what'd you say? DC at 12? Yeah. 20. 12. Modified. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so you're fine. You have, uh, regardless of how many drinks you have, uh, either they're they're not very potent drinks, or you know you're just you're taking your time and enjoying them. Okay. Smoking your pipe. Yes. Uh, and just enjoying the music and having a good night. That's it. Uh, so Harrison will stay in there until it, it you know, it gets fairly dark yeah. out. Uh, for what it's worth, yes. the 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 gossip that you do detect mm-hmm. would be boring. Even for mundane standards. Right. It's, it's one of those, I, I can't believe this year the blossoms are going to be so late. Right. Last year, it was a week earlier. Yeah. I can't believe we have to wait an extra week. Like that kind of shit. Right. Very trivial. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think Harrison just kind of soaks in. He's like, wow, people are complaining about nothing. Right. Which the, I guess maybe, depending on your point of view, could be re- like rewarding, I guess. Right, right. Like these are just normal people with their normal problems. Exactly. So as an outsider, kind of... A Frank didn't mow his fucking lawn. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. They're taking it to, like, the, the town hall to complain again about him. All right. So uh, Harrison will wait till it gets dark enough where he feels as though this uh, night's watchman is going to be present for duty. He'll finish his last drink, enjoy, you know, the last sounds of the music that's playing in the, in the pub, and then make his way back out to the barracks. Okay. Uh, so I would say it's mid-evening. We're getting toward like midnight uh, when you find yourself back at the barracks. And uh, sure enough, the overnight watch commander is there uh, getting ready. And it's a woman. uh, Naomi Mast by name. She is um, middle-aged. You could tell probably like 10, 15 years ago, she was uh, a piece of eye candy. Um, So for an older woman, she's still fairly attractive. Uh, Long blonde hair, very smooth skin. She has not seen a lot of uh, issues in her tenure. I'm sorry. Refresh my memory. What was the name of the uh, the casino? The Bastille. That's it. All right. So Harrison will walk around. He kind of surveys the uh, the layout. He just wants to see what is done differently during the night compared to what he observed during the day. Like, do the Thunder Force guys just fucking... Are they just sitting around hanging out because they know that this is like a do-nothing city? You know, the doors are always open and... Uh, give me investigation. Nineteen. Uh, so maybe to your surprise, uh, the overnight watch takes this very seriously. Okay. If, if, as you walk around and you observe them, maybe introduce yourself to a few of them. They are veterans to a man. Uh, there are no newer guys or girls working the overnight shift, and they are... By and large, there's of course guys like leaning up against walls and stuff like that, but no one is as, no one is asleep, uh, and they are more or less on on point. Okay. 
they're on high alert, even though nothing really ever happens. I wouldn't say high alert, but they're okay. they're taking it more seriously than you were probably anticipating. Okay. Definitely more seriously than the daytime uh, Thunder Force. Okay. All right. So after walking around and, and just kind of taking this in for a little bit, I will make my way. Uh, I'll make my way over to uh, inside the barracks so I can speak with the watch commander. Okay. Uh, and she's there. Very serious. And uh, so whoever is escorting you lets you know that you're there. And she stands up to shake your hand. Uh, very firm handshake. How did she smell? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like oil. <laughs> <laughs> Motor oil. Uh, oh, good evening. How can we help you? Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Um, I'm Harrison Bullet. Yes, the uh, the captain of the guard uh, mentioned that he met you today. Um, what brings you to our city? Uh, just passing through on official business. I'll probably be staying for about a week or so. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just have a, a quick question or questions for you. Uh, are you aware over the past few days um, of any vagrants or bandits that might have attempted or succeeded in sneaking in or passing through Facebire? Uh, no, but I know what you're referring to. You're referring to the destruction of the Iron Crossing Bridge. That's correct. Uh, yes, uh, our scouts reported that unfortunate incident. Uh, it's going to be probably not until halfway through summer before that bridge is repaired. Uh, I'm under the impression that it was some sort of terrorist attack. Um, and we have been fairly diligent because I am under the impression that Criminals would try to enter the city by a cover of night. Uh, you may have noticed my men are very alert. I saw and I appreciate that. Yes. Um, and these were criminals. They were bandits. That was not a terrorist attack. That was a heist of the Bastille. The, the casino? That's correct. Interesting. I appreciate the information. Um, unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately for the citizens here, no one has come in. Now, there are several places where they could have gone. Okay. Uh, this was just the first major settlement on the other side of the bridge. Uh, but there are smaller settlements. There's the wilderness, of course, that they could have shacked up in. Um, How far is the bridge from here? Roughly three days. Okay. Maybe two by horse. Did they have horses? Yes, they did. Okay, so possibly two days. My gut tells me, from my years of hunting this scum, that they'll probably lay low for a while until we fall into a false sense of security, and then they'll try to make their way in. Well, perhaps it would be best for me to provide a, a description of these characters. So that way, if they do try to lay low for some time, you'll be aware of what they look like, should they try to enter that, the city. That would be... Smashing, thank you. And if by chance after I leave, if they do attempt to make entry, if they could be held in your prison and word can be sent back for me 
at the Imperial City so I may return. Of course. I appreciate that. I'll do my best to keep them alive long enough. And she kind of winks. Okay. Just one would suffice. <laughs> and I'll like kind of chuckle back at her, you know. Um, let me ask you, if, um, if one was to pass over the bridge and would go out of their way to avoid face fire, where would you go? Hmm. Well, um, just south of the gorge are vast swaths of plains. Um, they could have gone south uh, and make their way to the peninsula to Port Anchor. Uh, that's on the southeast tip of, uh, of Debrin. Uh, there's also Topova, a small fishing village to the north of Port Anchor. If they didn't go south, they could have gone north, uh, either through the wilderness or around, circumnavigate the gorge uh, and go to Bygod, which is uh, a large farming community um, to the north of, of the gorge. Or they could just hole up in the Starfall Mountains. Okay. Those are the closest areas to us uh, on the other side of the Iron Crossing. I see. Or they could still be in the, the Timberlands where the Iron Crossing is. Right, right. And at this point, it's, I, I think there's been too much time that's passed to even attempt to track them. Well, I appreciate your knowledge. Uh, again, here, let me, uh, let me go ahead and describe these characters for you. Thank you. And uh, she takes on the information. Well, that'll be all. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Yes. And Harrison will head back to the Wayward Inn. Okay. Check that. Harrison will go back into the city, and he wants to follow the river that the mayor had mentioned that kind of leads to that one point in the city that then falls into the gorge. Okay. So there is a large river, the same river that you were following in the woods, by coincidence, that uh, crosses, like almost splits the city like 70-30. Okay. And uh, because it's so close to the gorge, the river is very rapid, very fast. There's a high fence on either side, so you can't climb into the into the water. And it's probably about 60 to 70 feet uh, wide with a canal built around it at about 150 feet to give it room to swell during rainy seasons or whatever. Uh, and if you were to follow that along with shops and things like that, uh, along the way, eventually you do get to a point where it's it's kind of fenced off as it approaches the gorge to turn into a waterfall. This is where like all the expedition shops are. How how far of a drop? Uh, I'd say about 150 200 feet. Okay, good. So not. I wish it was 200 meters because then I could just jump down right now. Maybe risk a sprained ankle. Never gets old. <laughs> no, no, no. Got to keep bringing it up. Um, all right, so Harrison peers over. He gets in, like a sense as to how grand this waterfall is. It's now racing through his mind. Like Again, just kind of confirming his doubt in being able to get 
under like he's looking down and he's got how is this even possible like none of this makes sense like how is it under there that you know th those are right. kind of the ideas that are that are flowing through his his mind uh as he's looking around does he notice does he notice the uh that trinkets of time excursion uh like it, it, is it one of those buildings or you know posts that are like on the uh on the path that he was walking? Uh, yeah, you would eventually, if you were to kind of just meander around this area, you would eventually bump into it. Okay. All right. So he just makes a mental note. Yep. It's a two-story building. Uh, it's got a nice metal sign hanging in front uh, that says uh, the name of the shop, and it's got uh, two iron doors. Again, it looks like a shop where somebody lives there, because on the second floor, you can see lights on. Okay. Well, he leaves it be, and he's going to go ahead and head back to the inn. Okay. And call it a night. All right. So he gets some rest. He'll wake up when he wakes are you, up. Uh, are you down anything right now? Uh, I was down hit points, so this is a, a full rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so he'll uh, he'll get up. He'll have some breakfast. And then he'll head back down now that he's familiar with uh, where that excursion place is. He's going to go ahead and make his way over there. Okay. Uh, so the town during the day, um, especially in the morning, the smell of fresh like breakfast meats, um, you can hear bells going off and some like quiet, uh, I guess, gossiping. It's a little more lively than it was when you arrived. It was you know, getting towards the afternoon, people were starting to head home. This looks a lot more like a town that you would be more used to. There's merchant shacks set up, like tents uh, of people selling things. Nothing that stands out uh, necessarily. Just it's a little bit more uh, lively. So it's like a like an early morning Wednesday. That's a great way to put it. Yes. All right, and we're going into the expedition center. Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> as you make your way in, uh, there's a couple people looking at like pamphlets. Uh, you could see schematics on the wall that's hung as like decorations, I guess, or decor of like these um, like trolleys, like wire trolleys. Mm. Uh, you also see uh, paintings of uh, a man, a very thin man, like kind of gangly with a big wire mustache and a monocle. And he's, uh, it's like paintings of him in various places within the gorge. And if you were to approach the front desk, um, you meet Howard Warren. And he is, in fact, the man in charge of uh, trinkets. Are we? Is it recording? Yes, I think so. Welcome back. Do you, is it the coquito or is it your lack of sleep I due to everything. Puerto Rican speakers and karaoke machines? Karaoke! You're going to be in a lot of pain later. I am going to go to sleep, me thinks. Me thinks. That's a good idea. Do I sound muddy? Dude, if, if after all of this... You did that and it clicked. 
<laughs> I would have fucking lost my mind. I sound. I feel like I sound weird, or am I just? Is my head congested? Your head is congested. Okay. No, you sound. You sound normal. You sound tired. That's what you sound like. Ah. Uh, you sound okay. very tired. You sound like you just want to go to sleep. Yes, I do. Let's do the Warhammer. Excellent. Uh, that was a good gameplay session, I guess. Who fuck? I mean, do, do, really, who cares? Do, do we even know what the gameplay session was? I do. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I know what it Does was. Does it involve me sleeping? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I like it. Because that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to finish this rye. Record the Warhammer. Go home. Have breakfast and go to sleep. So uh, two, uh... Oh, yes. What the fuck did we even talk about? Two Michael. Who? Michael J. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. Soon he'll be irrelevant. We won't need him anymore. To the FedEx guy. Dude, in all seriousness, he is a fucking coward. Like, I know your dog is kind of big, but he is a fu- He's a complete coward. The dog was just sitting there wagging its tail. Like, walk down the, the, the driveway. Yeah. To Tice. And Pipes. And Valid Victorians. There you go.